Well, good afternoon, everyone. We're uh, just got on the phone here with Mr. Ryan Wilcox. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How about yourself, Michael? I am doing fantastic. Happy fall. Finally. Yeah, my favorite time of the year. In it, you're probably sitting there having a pumpkin spice well, latte. Uh, not at the moment, man. <laughs> As uh, I did, just have some chilies. <laughs> there, there you go. That works. Hey, uh, good to speak to you. It's been a it's been a number of weeks since we last saw you on our uh, on our Sunday show. When I've seen you in about town in Mineral Wells, and uh, we were just wife and I were just over there at uh, Rick House Brewing, right there at the uh, Crazy Water Hotel, watching some comedy night and enjoying some uh, local crafted beer by uh, Brian there at Rick House, and ran into Carol, who is putting on the Crazy Water Festival coming up October sixth, seventh, and eighth. And uh, we were talking about you and your music and everything like that, because you're going to be there on the 8th. Yes, sir. Saturday afternoon, right before the Vandaliers. That's going to be just an awesome, awesome lineup uh, of of music, both Thursday and Saturday. And uh, excited to to hear all that and just have the experience of of this festival. It's going to be a a great, great time. Let's talk about what's going on with you all. It's uh, we had a chance to talk, you know, several weeks ago, you know, on the Sunday show, but What's new in the world of Ryan Wilcox and the Sunday Shakes? Well, uh, just last week, I put the final touches on recording our new record. Uh, so soon we'll be setting a release date for that, and uh, we'll start the promotion cycle on it and start trying to get it out to everybody. Awesome. Uh, so we'll have, some, we'll have some new music coming out. Uh, as of right now, uh, we're not really touring. We've been working on the record and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of home stuff you know as you know i got married recently yes, so i've been did. kind of around the house but we're working on um hopefully next spring to uh start touring pretty heavy again and pushing the new record it's mm-hmm. got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of good rock and upbeat tunes on there um kind of getting back to some of our roots mm-hmm. um so i'm excited to get that out there start playing uh we will be playing some of the new songs at the crazy water fest outstanding uh, on the 8th Outstanding. Well, first, congratulations on uh, on the marriage. Wonderful Thanks, lady. And, uh, I think so too. As we all jokingly say, but you know, we're seriously, you know, finally, finally, uh, range you in and uh, keeping you under control. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, she 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 is she is just a doll, and uh, I can tell that you know when when you look at her and mention her, you you light up. So man, I'm I'm happy for you because I know you're happy. And uh, thanks, man. You're making me blush. <laughs> Not that you're wild and crazy before. Yeah, you were, but <laughs> in a very good way. Um, you know, a lot of people, um, they, they they come across your music, and we we try to play, you know, uh, artists that, you know, aren't on the mainstream, you know, FM station uh, that, that get constant play. We like to play, uh, first and foremost, you know, our Texas singer-songwriters and music that has stories. is isn't just background music, but, you know, there's a story to it all. Um, question, when you're writing, do you draw more from personal experience or do you write from an observational point of view? How is it when you, when you start doing that? What's, what's the process for you? Well, I'd have to say it's about 50, 50. Mm-hmm. Um, I do draw a lot from personal experience. That's always a good, good well to throw your bucket in, but you eventually run out of stuff to write about. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always somebody with an interesting story or situation that'll, uh, you know, speak with you about it or you hear about it and you're kind of drawing your own conclusions about what's going on or maybe even making up uh, 
backstories and things like that and people you might hardly even know there's there's so much you can uh draw from from if you just pay attention not only to uh what's going on in your own head but everybody else around you right so it's hard to uh it's hard to say there's any one source that i would draw like that from and and you know when the stories come out in music a lot of people a lot of people think we're just a country station you know we're, we're not we play all texas music but your styles come from country and and rock and soul and bluesy and you know maybe it's a little bit of Americana thrown in there you know so you you really kind of go diverse um, across your styles of music whether uh, of course not intentional well it is intentional that's the music you put out but you're not trying to fit into a uh, specific genre um, but when you first started out did you pick one particular swim lane and try to stay in that, say, hey, I'm going to play, in air quotes here, country or air quotes, rock? I never really did. I always, um, I've always listened to a lot of different kinds of music, and I could never uh, really pin down what, uh, what I guess I wanted to do. I just kind of started writing, and uh, whatever I came up with, I started putting it together, and it, it took a while to kind of um, find what I consider my style now. Mm-hmm. but um it's all just been um experimental mm-hmm. like kind of figuring out what i like what i don't like again i don't ever try to write anything in any particular style i mm-hmm. just uh what comes kind of out whatever comes out of, i put it together mm-hmm. and after i can get with my after i can get with my band and producers and stuff like that and we get the uh the song kind of the framework of it done and mm-hmm. everything you know it, it kind of always will take a form of its own and um I've always thought it was odd that even though it does seem to be a very eclectic mix of influences, it all seems to blend together in the end when we get the album finished. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got uh, three three albums out. Uh, is it three albums currently out? No, I have five studio albums okay. and three live albums. I guess I had. I got. I got to get the other because I know there's. Uh, there's uh, just to feel what feel the fire. Um, yes. Lovers and Thieves. And mm-hmm. then, was it Sunday Morning Sunday morning Sin? Sunday Morning Sin. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Let's see. Past and Potential okay. was my first record. It came out in 2014 mm-hmm. uh, when I was still on the road pretty heavy with uh, Colton Moore. Um, and the Clever Few. The fire. And the Clever <laughs> Few, yes. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, then Just to Feel the Fire. Mm-hmm. Sunday Morning Sin, Lovers and Thieves. No, uh, Human As We Are. That okay. wasn't my. That was my second record. Human As We Are. Mm-hmm. I was getting confused. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's okay. It's it's a good thing to be confused about. You know, it's when yeah. when something. You know, you, you're not just having one out there. You got multiple out there. Yeah, I guess there's a couple others. I need to make sure I, I have, you know, in our in our. Uh, uh, in our yeah, playlist. just to feel the fire was the last one we put out. Yeah. and I don't know. I got. I was getting confused for the second one which was human as we are mm-hmm. um the first one to ever get any real serious radio play was sunday morning sin mm-hmm. uh, of course with mexican wind and all that on there well question when you're writing and I, I like to ask this you know you're i think you're on your phone right now but when you're when you're out and about and a idea pops into your head are you a voice recorder type of person into your phone are you a notepad person to write down the ideas a lyric a song title um, maybe even it's just chords where I've seen artists just singing, not, not words, but da, 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 da,
vocalizing yeah, yeah. music. Do you do that? I have a lot of that yeah. on my voice memos. Um, generally, if a, a lyric pops in my head or something, I'll I'll just type it out in notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to carry a notebook with me, but now I just do it on my phone. Um, the voice memos, like again, if you go through there, I have you know the rough acoustic demos of songs mm-hmm. I've just finished, but then I have also one that's three minutes of me just going da 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 da, like coming it out, you know. Right. See, I always wanted, I always want to do that. See, I wish I just had a ploy to plug it in. I know on the phone it wouldn't come across, but say, okay, let's read me one of the lyrics or a song title or something that's in there, just to get in the mind of of Ryan to say, you know, what was, what were you thinking at that time? I would like to ask because you never know. You know, sometimes yeah. I've had, I had one artist. I said, okay, pull a pull a song. You know, I think it was with Mike Stanley. He found a. Uh, um, a voice uh, demo of something. I said, okay, great. There's your lyrics. Um, while this next artist is playing, I want you to formulate that into a song. Just, to, you know, even if it's 45 seconds and Mike's just sitting there struggling and, you know, kind of noodling away in a corner. He goes, okay, I got it. And he, and he plays it and he goes, okay, I need to write all this down now because it just make it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, that's, um, that's definitely something that I, I have to do if I get it uh if I get an idea in my head and then I've got it where I'm you know playing along with my guitar and I'm singing and I've got it kind of going my way mm-hmm. I've got to record it or capture it some way pretty quick so I don't forget it because that's the worst is to write something and think I'll remember it later right because so, you don't because you know you had the multi-million dollar idea of an invention and you're like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna write this down draw it down you get home I forgot to get peanut butter at the market, and you know everything just goes to hell in a handbasket at that time because you forgot your multi-million idea until you see it on Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah, and somebody else has already done it. That's our life, Ryan. You, you get to experience a lot of the the Texas music scene. You know, both people that are your friends, and when you go out to see live music, um, is there a song out there that you just wish was was yours? And there again, not for because it sold, you know, quadruple uh, platinum and made a million bucks. But just because of the the words, the feeling, the emotion, the story that you can actually, you know, put your hands on and just and, and own it. But you just wish it was yours because it became so personal. Um, I mean, I could say there's probably songs that I hear that I'm like, man, that's really good. I wish I had written that. Um, but as far as wanting it to to like really be my I don't know that's that seems like kind of a weird concept uh to me I hear people a lot that are so much better at writing songs than me and if anything I'm more envious of you know like a raw a raw talent or a certain characteristic or something that like I know for a fact I'll never I'll never have Mm -hmm. and uh but as far as like wanting any one particular piece of work to be mined I don't know that seems kind of yeah, it's, uh, it it's, seems to me like one somebody else's wife or something. Well, like, yeah, and, and I know people really. I mean, really, these are like your children's. But I've asked you know that and people say, oh, this song, and because this lyric, and they'll they'll say what the lyric is, just brings me back to a time in my life when, when yeah. everything was just pure and innocent, and there, you know, I was sitting at the feet of grandma and grandpa on their front porch. It was this song is the embodiment of that perfect memory of my life so far. You know, some some like that. There's some songs yeah. that because you know it's it, this song reminds me of you know someone that has passed you know or someone in in their youth and but it's interesting when 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 you, and the, probably one will come to you and go yeah yeah that one 
You know, it's not that you wanted yeah. to take ownership probably right of it. After, yeah. Probably right after we hang up the phone, I'll be like, ah, I should have said that song. Should have said, dang it. <laughs> I said all that stupid stuff, and I should have just said that song. <laughs> None of it's yeah. stupid. None of it is stupid. But <laughs> so, so you also get to see a lot of, uh, a lot of these uh, new artists coming out. Um, do you do you see any change in the Texas music scene? I mean, we have so many different genres from country, western, blues, rock, Americana, soul, uh, Tejano, jazz, you know, so many. Is there anything that you have heard that's come out and you go, man, this is new. This is a, a, a new, not necessarily a new generation, but something new coming in the, in the music scene. Is there anything out there that you discovered that you think is just going to become uh, um, kind of... A, not the new fad, but uh, something new that's breaking out. Any new artists or any new styles? Or I, uh, in general, like the way that the whole scene is kind of shifting towards a little more, a little more rocking. Mm-hmm. I've always been, I've always been a rock and roll guy. I didn't even really get into Texas country music until after I was already playing in, you know, a, a, a Texas-based band and stuff like that. And uh, it is, it everything is so different. Michael, I mean, everybody I listen to. And then I know you, you have, you have people that are of course just trying to regurgitate mm-hmm. what they've heard. And that's, uh, that's going to be common anywhere that you're at, but everybody's, uh, I feel like the guys that are making it now have a lot more of that almost, uh, pop punk mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. And I think that's cool it, that we're, uh, kind of going that way. Yeah. I dig it because, you know, growing up, I was, you know, my generation, which now kids are calling classic rock, which I, I take offense yeah. to kids. It's not classic rock. It's just, it's classic in the sense that, man, that's just really rock. But <laughs> Elvis was before me, but I was still around for when the Go-Go's were around, when the Surf Punks were around, Oingo Boingo, and, you know, um, you know, Sting was still, uh, you know, everyone knew who that and the police were and... You know, Tom Petty was, you know, hitting the, you know, every, but, but yeah, I started seeing more of this rock coming out there and it's not the trying to be edgy. It's really kind of almost going back to like the old school rock of, of my generation, not old, but uh, yeah, that is very cool to see. And I'm, I'm digging it and I'm even fans that are predominantly country or they put themselves in that country, um, genre still pull out and they say, well, here's a little song. It's a little bit more rocky and rolly. And they kill it. They just kill it. It's like, why aren't you singing this? But it's just such a nice um, thing to start hearing. Um, you know what I grew up with. Yeah, yeah, it's a good change of pace. Yeah. And I'm also starting to see some of these some of these artists that are coming out. Yeah, Ryan, do you remember um, when you were you were on our uh, our third show at Crazy Eights there in Mineral Wells? Uh, you right. played with uh, Jason Custer. Yes, sir. Who, who's very much you know very much. I was, you know, I hate to use the term mainstream, but you know, it was country. You know, very solid, you know, country style music, and I thought that was a yeah, great uh, the outlaw country kind of yeah, vibe to him. Yeah, and I think it was a, a great um, complement to one another as you were playing and noodling, and he was playing, and or you were noodling with him. You know, you 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 counteract with one another, and I would watch when you two would watch the other playing, and in real interest. You know, not like, oh, I'm just waiting for my next song, you know, when I play and when I talk, but to actually watch you and actually enjoy uh, the other artists, which to me is really cool to watch, to see an artist meet another artist for the first time and uh, really jump in and absorb and suck up their, their talent and their style and their music and, you know, their vibe and their story. So that was very cool to see. I uh, I love that about 
kind of the local music scenes is that we are able to meet meet people and get an eclectic uh, variety of influences other than just mainstream artists. Mm-hmm. You know, we could all sit around and play. We could all sit around and play Garth Brooks covers, right. all that, which there's nothing wrong with that. Trust me, I do my fair share of it. But it is good to. That's kind of what we're here for, yeah. man. Is to uh, kind of put our brand on music and what we're doing and share that with other people. And I think as an artist, I, it means more, I guess, if another artist, somebody else who is uh, is creative and kind of in that mindset, yeah. you know, if they're looking at you and they're they're amazed at what you're doing or uh, interested in what you're doing or think that you have a new take on something, you know, that feels that feels good because you yeah. know that what you know doing, that you what you, you're doing you, is right. Yeah. Yeah. That you influence them in a certain way, whether you meant to or not, you know, you're just doing your thing and somebody else liked it, you know? Absolutely. And it's maybe I kind of call it, call it, you know, kind of jokingly, you know, my selfish thing is I, I, I consider, you know, when we do our live show to be, um, music matchmaking because there's times artists have played one, you know, with, with one another. And after the show, they're like, man, we got to record together. We, we let, we got to collaborate on something. And, you know, you see, that new relationship begin and you know that's where you go yeah it's what i wanted and as well as those artists or those uh, fans that have never seen or heard these artists before they go man i'm i, I love your stuff where can i get more of this um you know i i think you know our live shows and what we do on the station and, and a lot of these uh, other internet stations that are out there that's 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 our goal is to introduce fans to the artist and artists to other artists because you really and this is just me this you really are amazing in your storytelling how you paint that picture uh through through the lyrics and through the through the chords and um you know i fall in love with it and when i see other people do that as well it's exciting because that's my my moment that i get to go see other people get it other people get it it's just not pleasing to the ears music is is the soul is the heart is the mind of not the individual just playing it and who wrote it, but it also can become all of that for the listener, the, the receiver of that gift. We just went deep. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. The universal language. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, coming up here. October 8th is the uh, 42nd annual Crazy Water Festival in Mineral Wells, Texas. And yes, uh, sir. that day, there, uh, Jimmy Baldwin, Ragland, uh, Sam, and uh, Autumn from the band Raglan playing. Ryan Wilcox and the Sunday Shakes and the Vandaliers are all playing that afternoon. What a what is it what's it like when you when you walk into hometown and you know home homeschool your people that you know, people you grew up with, people that know way too much about you that hope never talk or write a book. Uh, <laughs> when you become ridiculously famous. <laughs> what 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 is what does that do for you? What's what's when you get up on stage is there, is there is it nervous? Is it just like, yes, I'm playing hometown. This is just perfect. I mean, what's what goes through your mind when you do that? Well, it's always uh, it's always exciting for me to play in the hometown, and because these people have known me for years, and they they've seen me play in front of uh, you know just a few people, and or they've caught a show here and there, and then you know eventually they're hearing me on the radio or seeing that I'm on. I'm on tour and I'm traveling around and playing and then we get to come back and you know maybe they haven't seen us play in a while so they get to see what we've been up to and right. hopefully they like it more and think we've gotten better but I just like the the hometown support and people that have supported you for years being able to show up and see how you've grown and really how far or like how much of their support well we're we're looking forward to uh to this great festival 
and when the community is really, I mean, it's, it's, it's a community festival, but it is open to all of Texas just cause it's just some great stuff going on. I think uh, the six, we've got, uh, uh, Caitlin Butts and the Great Divide playing, and then the next day is, of course, Rams home team home game and the car cruise and the the food crawl at five k. I don't know why anybody wants to go run five k, but you know, hey, whatever, yeah. just knock yourselves out. Yeah, Ryan and I yeah. will be doing the the crawl, <laughs> yeah. checking out the food and and local uh, beverage fair across the great city of Mineral Wells. So really looking forward to you. Uh, let's give a shout out to the the guys that are playing with you in uh, the Sunday Shakes. Old Josh Banks and Ricky Harris. Those yeah. are my guys. How long Banks they- is uh, Banks has been my friend since we were in preschool, about four years old. That's your drummer, yes. And uh, yes, sir. Yep. He plays drums, and then. Uh, Ricky, Ricky and I have been friends for seven or eight years now. Mm-hmm. We actually just had lunch together. So, well, good. Well, we're looking forward to uh, to seeing you on the eighth and uh, hanging out with you again, and maybe raise one to uh, to a, a great festival and, a, and some great Texas music. So, brother, if uh, people want to find out more about uh, Ryan Wilcox and the Sunday Shakes, uh, you, where would you like to send them to? Uh, Ryan Wilcox and the Sunday Shakes dot com. There's uh, all our information is on there. There's links to our social media and uh, merch store and everything like that. Important part of that merch store, ladies and gentlemen, you know, to get that shirt, wear that shirt. It it helps. Uh, not only does it help the band uh, in that financial for going to the next album, but uh, to to share your love of Texas music and the bands that you listen to. It's a great way to start conversations too. People like, hey, what what's what's that? And uh, your fans get to tell them, oh, here's a band you need to check out. So I do have a question. You've got a lot of pictures on your uh, on your uh, on your page, and there's some that are just really cool in older buildings, things like that. Is that uh, around town? You got some like inside uh, the building paints peeling yeah, off. Yeah, a lot of them. Some of our uh, newer photo shoots we've done in uh, some of the unrenovated parts of like the Crazy Water Hotel that's mm-hmm. here in Mineral Wells, stuff like that. Awesome. Uh, it's, that's one of the perks, I guess, of being from here is I know all the people that own all those buildings, so I can uh, talk to them and get access to stuff a lot of people can't. I thought the story would be, yeah, we just knew how to sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> that's real, probably the truth. But <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, I, I that mean, is... I could. I could sneak in, but, <laughs> you know, it's just easier in the long run to get permission. Right. Oh man, that there's some great pictures. So yeah, check that out. Ryan Wilcox and the Sunday Shakes.com. Find him on Facebook. But uh most importantly, uh come on out to the forty second annual Crazy Water Festival, October sixth, seventh, and eighth. Uh Ryan and the guys are playing on the eighth on the stage. So come out. It's a family friendly, great food, great drinks, great music. Uh most importantly, a bunch of great people. So Ryan, I look forward to seeing you then, brother. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Well, remember, Texas is not country music. It's music country.